Hello and welcome to Turtle Tracks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Van Hooker, and I'm here with me today is David Shatra, an actor who was on, uh, he was Tommy on Titus. He guest starred on a ton of shows like Cobra Kai, Spin City, NSAS, and a bunch of other ones. But the reason why he's here with me today is to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Coming Out of Their Shells tour, because he was in the Michelangelo suit for the entire tour. Do I have that right? Yes! The tour jacket, the official Michelangelo tour jacket. Yeah, it's like my piece of uh, nostalgia. The so M. only audio, but I will tell them what, what I'm looking at because it's amazing. <laughs> he has the jean jacket that he brought out and showed me, and it's like the, the logo's all faded and the, the rhinestones are still all intact. Bedazzled. And, <laughs> yes, and it's great. And also, the uh, you showed me the crew jacket, which I was... I, was, yes, the official the official crew jacket, which which was kind of funny. You said that because when we would leave the arenas, uh, you know, I understand how rock and roll people just, I mean, like major rock and roll guys, what they went through in their lives, and I I, I understand a very small part of that because we would leave in the very beginning uh, when the tour was a week in each city. We would leave these massive arenas. We'd play in front of like, you know, 9,000 people. And we would have, it's hysterical. We'd have about five, 600 kids outside in the parking lot surrounding the turtle bus, the shuttle bus that we were going back to the hotel with, with the moms and everything. So when we'd walk out, I had a tour jacket on that said my name, Michelangelo, on it. And we had to start duct taping our names over because people were starting to read the jackets as we went by. And one said crew, one said, you know, uh, ninja soldier, one said shredder, uh, <laughs> splinter, but they were looking for the turtles. And it, I, I'm not, I don't have any like, you know, great stories about that, but just like as soon as people realized who you were, sure. it, it was like a complete run on the bank. And I got offered, like, can you come to my kid's birthday party tomorrow? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you show up? And because and mothers would be like, yeah, it's, are you are you single? I'm single. And he's my son. And I'm like, no, my God, I got to get on the bus. I just got to get on the bus. <laughs> Little groupies. It's like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, for a second, you start to feel like, man, if this is what Bon Jovi goes through, this is insane. <laughs> and of course, you start to come back and go, dude, you're a you're in a turtle suit. Everyone, calm down. You're not Aerosmith right now. <laughs> <laughs> for a while there <laughs> a little bit i mean it's it's, sure, yeah. it's a very it's a we did radio city music hall we sold out like within an hour all four five six shows that weekend and um when we first started the tour it was a week in each city it was major venues and we had about nine tractor trailer trucks we had an incredible crew uh that just came off the road from Z with zz top we had pyrotechs, we had um, special effects, we had multimedia stuff, and then we had exploding sewer tops on the stage floor, and we got catapulted up from underneath them on this kind of like like a, like a wine barrel that was set to gas pressure. So they would just hit the switch, and we'd all come out of the floor <laughs> and, come, and come up onto the thing. And then pyrotechnics would go off, uh, fireworks. And it was a smoke. It was a massive, massive production. And then uh, we played places that would hold, you know, 10, 9, 10,000 people. And the first time you start hearing people like that, when you first come out on stage, I was like, I'm in a turtle suit. I, I, it's ridiculous. And I'm playing a fake guitar with three fingers. But I'm just... <laughs> People are screaming at the top of their lungs. And for half a second, you're like, man, I'm a rock star right now. Sure. And then you come back, you come back to Earth when you're like, yes, you're a rock star in a giant <laughs> rubber suit and no one can see you or identify you. These aren't your lyrics. You're not really singing and you're not playing an instrument. So, you know, calm down. You fit the suit. You fit the suit. <laughs> so calm down. But yeah, and then the Gulf War hit in 91. And the tour had a moment where it's like, do we continue mm. or do we, we can, or is it over? And we continued and we went from so funny. We went from huge five-star hotels. Everyone gets their own room, massive uh, pyrotechnics and, and uh, stuff for the show down to like 
two trucks, they cut half the cat, three quarters of the cast, and they downsized and downsized. And we ended up sharing rooms at like the Red Roof Inn and the Quality and the Roadside Motel. And we did one-nighters across the country. It was originally supposed to be a 40-week tour, um, a week in each city, so 40 no. cities. We ended up doing a 40-week tour, but we did 141 cities. Oh, wow. And, and we went from playing massive arenas to community centers, high school stages. Um, we did shows at like 4 in the afternoon, 9 a.m. on a Sunday. We were just trying to fill something to get an audience yeah it, it and it was like it was kind of like we started out hot and then we were like the old aging rockers <laughs> by the end of the tour just showing up at a mall so it was out, like, uh april and baxter stockman or something or yeah yeah right? uh well they, they they kept a they always kept april i think okay. they cut baxter they always okay. had shredder but yeah we used to have a like some major dancers too from broadway who played the ninja soldiers and they did oh, all sure. of the choreography and it was a big production. And then we went down to like two Ninja soldiers, shredder, April. Um, and yeah, I think Jack, Jack Scott was Baxter. And I think, I think we kept Baxter cause he was oh, a kind okay. of a, fo kind of a foil and then the four turtles and that was it. Yeah. We really, we went from rock and roll to like community theater. It was, <laughs> it was still the same paycheck, but it was kind of pathetic. <laughs> The um, so you were in the Michelangelo suit. Who provided the voice of Michelangelo? That was originally the creator Bob Bejan and Tom oh, White were the the two creators. Um, they what happened was we we originally had an, an open call for an Equity Broadway show, and we went. I went into New York, and I only went because I'm not a singer and dancer, and I only went because of the words in the breakdown said five foot seven or under, and I was like <laughs> perfect. Fine. This is so great. <laughs> I fit. I fit. I fit the costume. So finally, finally, being a petite man worked. <laughs> so uh, I show up, and there's a massive amount of really amazing Broadway dancers, but it was street dancing. So we go through this whole thing. I thought I was going to get cut like six, seven times. For some reason, they kept me around. Uh, and I think at the beginning, I knew I was going to get cut because I couldn't dance. But then I found out. We're not singing and we're not really speaking inside because the turtle head was like a football helmet with all this extra layer around it. And they, in order to make the eyes move and the mouth move, they had these things at the time digitally, which were cool for technology 30 years ago. They no. had these things called servos. And these servos were put all inside. They had little radio servos that would pick up the signals to blink the eyes, to move the mouth. But they made noise. Hmm. They made vroom, 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 vroom. like so. Any they were going to mic us, and we were going to do the dialogue, and uh, we we weren't going to sing. I don't think, but we were going to do the dialogue. And they realized if they mic'd us, the servos would you wouldn't hear anything. Oh, interesting. So sure. so Bob and Tom were the creators. Bob did the voice of Michelangelo, and Tom did Raphael. And they hired two other voice actors, so they recorded the entire show. And then uh, this, they were already, and they hired an amazing uh, orchestra and group rock bands to do the music, and they recorded that. So when it all came down to it, we didn't speak, we didn't, we had no dialogue, we didn't sing, we didn't play instruments. And I'm like, well, I'm five seven, I fit the suit, and I can, <laughs> and I danced at that time. I danced pretty good, so uh, that's what it came out to be. So it was kind of like puppets. But we got to be so good at the show, dialogue-wise, we knew our dialogue so well because it was in our ears and we could hear it, that in the beginning, the first few shows, we're all kind of doing that. Uh, it's kind of I laugh at the, the first stuff because do you ever watch a video of an old kung fu movie Yeah. where the dialogue goes on? Like, hey, Joe, you want to fight? And he yeah. just keeps moving. Yeah. That, it was it was anytime your mouth started, you just started flailing your hands and just started <laughs> like, oh, it's my line. Blah, 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 blah. But by the time a couple of weeks into it, we kind of knew the show was so solid. Then we already and we had the body, the body movements were down, everything was down. And you had to preserve it too, because I don't know if you wanted to talk about Providence where we debuted the show. We half of us went down. Please like in the show. I, I love it. The, the more so, things wrong, the better. 
So we do this, we have this massive show with all this choreography. We are busting our butts for this. It's huge. And we're everyone's losing weight. Everyone is just like, I mean, because it's a lot of dancing. It's a lot of movement. And we're doing a lot of air guitar and they're playing drums. And it's a whole musical thing for like, you know, hour and a half, whatever. That's perfect because we built up that to do it. And then we put the suits on. Okay. The suits were a big giant foam fitting thing um, that we overheated in immediately, 100%. So they started, <laughs> they started cutting and slitting air pockets and stuff. So we put that suit on. The suit was pretty cool, though. It was pliable and, and it was like not rubber, but kind of styrofoamy. And then you had, you had your, the, the hands, and it was so funny. I had went through, like Shaq goes through a pair of sneakers every game. I have my three fingers. I went through those every show. Because no, huh? I'm, I'm wailing on the guitar and pieces of foam are flying off my <laughs> fingers. <laughs> I'm like, I'm shredding. I'm literally shredding my fingers up. But then they put the helmets on and the helmets were like 25 pounds. Jeez. So they put those things on and all of a sudden your weight is all, uh, all just off. Your balance is completely uh, crazy. And then they strapped on the shells. So, Every single thing that we worked up to, to the point of putting on the shells in the head, everything had to be either cut or we had to make a decision. And we went to Providence. We put the shells on. And if you ever did that, I think that's actually in the making of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's, yes. a, there's a, in the video, in the beginning, they show us in Providence. And I think they show us in the first show with shells on. And... It was a disaster. <laughs> I went I went down. I went down like halfway through the show. All of a sudden, I don't think I'm on camera, but I got pulled off at intermission when we, we broke and they pulled the shells off and they were like, you know, smelling salts. Because I oh you 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 um we 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 dehydrated and we overheated. Sure. And then with all the weight, and then we're trying to do all of that choreography that they taught us, which was arms and legs and jumping and dancing and spinning. It was all street dance. We were shot by the first song. We had no idea how much this stuff was going to weigh. So they made a decision in Providence, and it was the sad – I wish I had a shot of this. Um, they said, we got to lose the shells. And ironically enough, it kind of worked. Because the show was coming out of their shells tour. Yeah, yeah. So quite we literally. had to, quite literally. Yeah. So they they took the shells off us, which were about thirty pounds. Jesus. Took that, I, they were so heavy, and they were strapped on, and they threw them in the dumpster outside Providence. And I went outside to get air, and I saw four giant turtle shells in the dumpster, and I wanted to take a picture. I was like, "Damn, no cell phones back then." Yeah. I was like, what a great shot of like, uh, and then they uh, immediately, because I showed you the jacket, I know the people listening can't see, they immediately just commissioned some women in, I don't even know where they went to get these things. Like overnight, they had these bunch of people bedazzle these and, and artistically spray paint and had them shipped. And then we put those on. And then it was like night and day. Then it was, a, then the tour really kicked off. We could dance, we could move, we could do everything, but. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, it was scary going because at one point there was a big meeting going. What are we going to do? Like these guys are over here hyperventilating. There's a shot of us lying down, literally on army cots at intermission, and they've got they've got ice they got ice packs under our arms, under our legs, on our head, behind our neck, because our internal core temperature went so high, we just we were passing out. It was pretty. It was good, dangerous. It's funny though, because those those jackets kind of make it like there's a ton of Ninja Turtle shit, right? Like, and it kind of made like singular, like okay, those jean jackets mean coming out of their shells tour for the fans. yes, like yes. there's something identifiable about the like, guy. I don't know if you know this. Did you know they made action figures of those turtles like two years ago with the jean jackets on? Yeah, I, I'm 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 a crazy collector. So like, <laughs> but like uh, a, a toy company called NECA released. Okay coming out of their shells turtles with like the jean jackets i don't know if you've seen this before oh my that is the jean jacket yes. yeah and they're great <laughs> with the lapel yeah that's exactly yeah. what they it is change the logo because they don't have they didn't own the rights to coming out of their shells right 
but, but um, that's what they did on the back is exactly yeah. um that was the poster of the michelangelo or the i, I think it's michelangelo bashing through with his guitar yeah. um coming out of their shells that all faded because they hands hand sprayed that but that was the jacket yeah minus a few of the they bedazzled they, they liberace these jackets oh like yeah crazy. i had no idea like, <laughs> like you just showed it to me i had no idea there's hundreds hundreds yeah um, and there and you can see there's unfortunately there's some like there's spots where things rhinestones and stuff just flew oh, yeah. off but yeah that 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 jacket went through went through a lot so um yeah that's i know i didn't know i didn't know uh they did something like that that is that's great like i like there's still a special place for this in like turtle history mm. that I, you know, like I grew up with the turtles. I was, when that came out, I was, when the tour came out, I was probably four. Right. Did you see the tour? Did no, we talk I, about I, this? I, 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 and I lived an hour from Rockefeller center. So I don't know, but like, I still like, I don't know, but um, <laughs> I, it, it's one of those things like, you know, you don't realize how weird and corny it was when you're a kid. It's just awesome. Yeah. Right. It was so, like, yeah. there's still like a certain nostalgia for that those turtles and the songs and all that stuff. So it is a, it's a funny thing because you, you, when we did the Titus, um, uh, interview, we were talking about that a couple weeks ago when you did a, a long thing down my IMDB page, one of my first credits is the turtles. Yeah. It's on the bottom of the thing. And you were like, I looked at your thing and I went down all the way to the end and I saw turtles and you could just hear like, dude, can we talk about that? <laughs> like, Cause it's funny. <laughs> It's funny how people 30 years, it's yeah. been 30 something years now, but when they were little kids, they saw that show. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they're like, I went to that and I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I have to like pretend I remember it because sure. I don't, re I don't remember. Not that I'm like, dude, we were so wasted. No, <laughs> I mean, we did 140 cities. We sure. just basically, we would do a show, get out of the show at eight or whatever, at nine 30 at night. We'd run what used to be, we'd run back to the, the bus. The bus would either drive seven hours to the next city so we could get there about four in the morning sleep, or we would go right to the hotel and then leave at five in the morning and take off and go. Because we were, and throw a dart in the United States, and that's how it happened. Because when we got to Texas, it wasn't a nice, like, what we're doing here, two hours to Austin, two hours to Abilene, an hour to Waco. No, it was like you go here, six hours here, nine hours here, back six hours. Because anybody who wanted the show put their bid in, sure. and we were just like, whoever wants it gets it. This is where this is. These are our opening nights or our opening dates. So it was a a true bus and truck tour where we started out really nice, and then all of a sudden we're all sitting there on the bus and we're talking and laughing and telling stories, and then by like three months or two two weeks into the bus and truck nighters one nighters everyone just gets on the bus and goes to their bunk and it's so funny because they were like those those bunks on the bus where you can sleep, you sleep on it so they were stackable oh like, so a bird, like, like a, those old trains like, yes yeah so okay. everybody got their own little stack and there was a um a curtain that you could run along and just close it off and it was so funny. We we ended a show. We got on the bus. Nobody spoke. Everyone went into their <laughs> respective little. And you hear everyone just shutting their curtains, going, "Don't talk. Don't snore. Shut up." <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. So yeah, it was uh, it was great though. We had it. We had a such a fantastic time. Speaking of Rockefeller, did you do? Were you on the awning when you did the the? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So do you remember what that was like? Cause that's nuts. Well, okay. You know what? I'm going to have to say, this is, this is, this is my brain here. Uh, there were, there were what they called, um, production turtles or marketing turtles that went out a week before each city we went to, to start generating some interest. So they would show up at places and like at malls and, Town, you know, town. They, they do a tour of like the, the turtles are in town. The turtles are in town. That was not us. That was the the guys who would go out. They had the same suits on, pretty much close to the same suits. The heads, and they, were, right? the heads were different. They were more like the movie version turtles. They were a little than, like, not. They were a little like better looking, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes. 
Um, I think they for the for the kids aspect of the show, they kind of made our turtles faces a little more friendlier. Where they had these guys were more like the movie turtles, like they to move a lot more in yours, right? I'm yes, sure completely. Yeah, yeah. And the guys who did the uh, the movies, <clears throat> excuse me, the guys who did the movies, there were three sets of guys for that. There were the acting guys, there were the fight guys, and the choreography, and then there were like the um, I think there was two sets. There were guys who were in it to act because they they were pretty much stationary and they would kind of. And those were like really really cool suits. They okay. were super heavy. They were water cooled um, from the inside. They were kind of a different shade. Um, they were a little more fierce and ninja looking. Yeah. Uh, because those were going to be on on film. Then you had the fight guys. Those suits were a little bit lighter because okay. these guys had to be able to move and do flips and all that. And the camera was farther away. So our stuff was more kid friendly. I think we were a little lighter, like more limey green than That's like dark right. green. Yeah. <clears throat> the you know the yeah the awning uh, you may be right i i may not have been oh okay. on, on the awning i i i, I don't remember yeah i know yeah no, I mean, we did i remember we did oprah and we did regis and oh, kathy like, are you on oprah yes oh yes okay because that's one of the weirdest turtle things ever there's a lot of weird <laughs> shit in turtle history turtles on oprah is up there the hour we did the whole hour. Why? What was she thinking? I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, it was cool to be on Oprah, but yeah. that was the weird because that was Bob's voice. Okay, that was Bob okay. Bob Bejan's voice. So he I'm sitting next. To, yes, no? they okay. were sitting. They were sitting up in the in the booth. Okay, mic'd, and then Oprah would ask me a question, and Bob would answer it. Yeah. So my stuff would move. So. I would have to answer it the way I knew Bob would answer it by moving my body. Like, well, you know, Oprah. And it's like, I, it, it was, it was a little bit of a, what did he call it? He goes, you're getting so good at this. It's like a Vulcan mind meld. It's like, you oh, know cool. what, what I'm going to, because he would, and he, Bob giggled all the time. He'd be like, well, you know, Oprah, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the cool turtle. <laughs> and, the, and I would just go and I'd lean forward. Like I'm laughing because sure. I knew I knew whatever he was going to say was going to be followed with a laugh. Yeah, it got, it got really weird. It got a little too incestual. Yeah, there's <laughs> like this I, joke in it where he, I think it's Mike Langelo, talks about first a Oprah asks about April having inter, having a relationship with one of the turtles. Yes, interrelationship species. Or, or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think it's I think it's you. I think it's Mike Langelo who says she can never hold her breath long enough, which sounds like the dirty <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> Well, mind you, it was 30 something years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. And what a weird question to ask. Like, are you banging any of the turtles? Is that that's, basically that's what the question she got? And yeah. she's like, no. And then, like, one of you says, I've been trying to talk her into interspecies relationships. Relationships. That's and, probably and, Bob. That sounds like Bob. That sounds, and then it, uh, she can never hold her breath long enough, which is <laughs> good God. Like, what do you. I mean, what was the more innocent interpretation of that? I don't know. I, I don't know. There is none. It's, <laughs> I'm surprised that even made the show. We did get some flack, though, in the very opening of the, the Oprah Winfrey show. They do show us coming out of the sewer. Okay. They actually, they, they, they sectioned off a part of Chicago in, in a weird kind of like not remote area, no traffic. And uh, they put in a fake sewer top. Okay. And then we got down in that thing, climbed down and, and one at a time climbed down and but we popped the sewer top off and came out and of course because we live in a reactionary society people were like my kid went into the sewer looking for you <laughs> like we started getting mail like we didn't but the the organization started getting mail saying you can't be showing that kids are looking for the turtles in the sewer like they're going to their sewer grates and they're trying yeah. to stick their head in and they're calling out because that's where we live and then when you see us on Oprah popping out of the street, they're like, that's where the turtles live. And parents are like, I don't my kid's going to crawl down. I don't know I if anyone ever got hurt. Yeah. But, I was one of those kids I, yelling into the sewers. <laughs> I really was. Um, yeah. And Regis and Kathy Lee was, was also Oh, I don't know weird. if I've seen that. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Actually, see, Mel, maybe, I think we performed, but April did all the interviews. I think April was April O'Neil did the interview. Um, I didn't know about that one, jeez. But yeah, we did a we had a couple of 
couple of really just wild, you know, Newton. But yeah, that. But I'm thinking of when you said Radio City. I remember they were up on the marquee, and yes. everybody was down below. I I, I want to say yes, that was us. Okay, because we were so ensconced at Radio City. That's what was our opening. So I think they used us for that. But um, yeah, it's uh, it was pretty 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 wild. It, but your reaction, exactly right, being four or five years old, um, unlike kids shows that you see today, that we that was a very adult-driven kind of sure. uh, sh- kind of come show because there was music and there was you know coming at coming out uh, the follow your heart and the whole bullying and the shredder and you know the good versus evil and it was a, it was a bigger storyline than just kind of like a Sesame Street kind of thing. Oh yeah, so, it's not just them on ice, and they do the no, same. No, and there was fighting. It was yeah. you know, and, and we gave out merchandise. You, you know, when you go to a basketball game or a football game, and you see adults literally kill each other, kill each other over a T-shirt oh, that yeah. gets flown into the crowd. We used to throw out these styrofoam pizzas, and we would come out during one of these songs and wing a styrofoam pizza. Oh, do you have one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know somebody who does, by the way. But um, yeah, like the, uh, um, Michelle, and she's like the number one turtle fan ever. She puts me to shame. But like <laughs> with the um, with the toys, they came out with these. I don't. Know. Oh, that's because that's a pizza, like a little pizza thing. The, okay. Like like literally, the guy who made, made uh, who like heads these things, these toys up, like got one of these old pizzas, made sure it matched it exactly. But those styrofoam pizzas, I know exactly what you're talking about because those were like a real, like those were a huge, those are collector's item now, of course. The merchandise, the merchandise at this thing was consistently sold out. I mean, within, by the time intermission happened, they would, they would the masks were huge. You could buy your favorite turtle mask, pizzas, um, but they also, the katana swords. Oh. I mean, people were just, parents were just buying their kids weapons. Yeah, I got the tape. You got the cassette, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Which I actually got. I had as a kid. Don't know what happened to it, and bought that like a year ago. So like this, there's no end to the psychosis of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, and because that's people always ask, "You're a Ninja Turtle. Did you do the movie?" And I'm like, "No, I did the tour." And it just depends upon their age range. Um, But I love the movies when I saw them. Oh yeah, they're great. Yeah, especially the first and, one. And we did. I did end up me. We all did. Ended up meeting Kevin Eastman. Oh wow! I believe there's two guys who wrote this. Kevin, uh, Kevin and, and Peter Laird. Yes, we met them. Oh wow! Uh, we met them in New York at Rockefeller Center at the opening of that one, and it was an interesting kind of. Uh, I didn't really talk to them, but I I wanted to ask them this question about their original concept of the turtles was real dark. Yeah. And these these guys were vigilantes. Yeah. And they and they weren't separated by, you know, Michelangelo. They they all wore the same colors basically and the darkness of it and did did it I mean I'm sure uh, a, a healthy paycheck makes all sorts of creativity oh, yeah. wants go away because those guys made yeah. well, I don't even know how much money. Um but Tom and Bob were the ones talking to them when they they came to, I think it was one one company surge yes but there was i think they approached one pizza company first i think it was i I, i'm and i'm i'm not even going to say i don't i'm because i don't know which one it was and they turned them down and then they went to pizza hut i think and then pizza sponsored the tour so this is what i understand is that the original movie which for more than a decade was the number one um independent movie of all time for a while yeah um they tried to get pizza hut pizza hut said no we don't want it even though the cartoon was already a hit so weirdly enough and they got dominoes and then the tour comes and says but the movie had already come out i think right and the tour comes and says they wanted and pizza hut scooped it up in a second so i think the story i think yeah you might you well you probably have more knowledge with that knowing the history of it all i know is we, they turned down uh, the one, they, and I didn't know if it was for the movie or for us. Because I know Pizza Hut was like all in and gave Tom and Bob basically an open checkbook, and which yeah. is why which is why they got all this massive 
kind of uh, uh, finance in the beginning to to do the kind of show that they really wanted. They didn't want to make this kind of like a small kid, like, hi, everybody. They're like, no, this is a rock and roll show. Yeah. And we want to blow kids away and, you know, and, and, and do it for the parents too. They wanted the parents to, because I have kids. I took them to all those kind of shows. Yeah. Um, and you're like, Oh, when is this thing over? Because the oh. kids are loving it. But for the parents, it's like, and they, even at, even at one point, uh, we had an intermission and, and Bob had said, it's so great because they served 30 years ago. Now, a lot of the venues stayed open at intermission to serve food and the parents could buy beer That's or amazing. like buy buy a drink. So it's That's like awesome. perfect. <laughs> I've been, to, I mean, and I love theme parks and stuff, but I've been to Sesame place a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it'd make this a lot better. It's <laughs> just like two or three little beers right now. That wouldn't be so bad. We don't have. We'll just drink it. I'll shotgun it right here in the lot. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't hurt the atmosphere. Yeah, that, not at all. It may make the pyrotechs look ooh cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and another thing that's big for people is that poster, the one with Michelangelo. Like, yes, for, I'll, I'll send you the image after after we um hang up. Actually. I have here, but like when I was designing a logo for this thing, because I've been doing this podcast for like three, four years now, the first thing I thought of was I want to mimic that. So I ended up doing, I had like a buddy drop, nice that kind of mocked that because I oh, was like, the microphone. Yeah, it's one of those things. that's like those things that's like burned like into my memory is that poster. So, yeah, I think I think that's I think because it's like I said, it's so faded. I think that was on the back of the jacket. It looks like it was because you can see the neck of the guitar. Yeah, the neck yeah. of the guitar. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, I don't, I'm, I wish I had, oh, we, we did have a, we had a, we had, I, I, well, okay. This was my fault. I got us all in trouble. Um, if you want a good behind the scenes dirt story, it made me laugh. Uh, we Great. did Las. Great. we went to, Nova, we went to Las Vegas Okay. and we, we were playing at UNLV, the, the basketball and they, they cut the court in half and we had about 9,000 people at UNLV. One of the things to let us cool down uh, and that helped us to saturate because we were just we were just like saturated with with uh, sweat was baby powder. Okay, and it all it also prevented you from sweating inside the suit a lot. So we literally would just douse ourselves in baby powder before we put the suit on because it would slip on easier. And the way they did it was they instead of just like squirting it out like a baby powder thing, they would cut the top, they pulled the cap off, and then they just literally throw it on you, and then you just it was a whole area for that. Well, <laughs> I'm such an idiot. So we're just fooling around, having fun, intermission. And we come back and there was all the baby powder ready. And I just made a giant Scarface cocaine pile of baby <laughs> powder. And I stuck Michelangelo's head in it. Like he was just snorting the most of coke he could ever get through. And, and he had his hands up like, Vegas! And we, <laughs> so somebody took a picture of that. And of, oh of course, of course, the second, the second, we're all cracking up laughing because it's like we're rock and rollers in Vegas. So we're, why not do a pound of cocaine before we go out on stage? Sure. And the tour manager who ran that thing like a tight ship, there was things you could not do. You could never, ever be seen in the turtle outfit with your hat, with your helmet, off, your, your, your head off. No way. In yeah. case a kid saw that. Yeah. So here we are. I, I said, well, I, I, my, my defense, he came in and he saw somebody taking an Instamatic at that the time, 30 years ago, no digital cameras taking an Instamatic like Kodak picture. He grabbed that camera immediately <laughs> and confiscated it. And then he comes over to me and it, the, 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 <laughs> that was so funny was they said bernie yelled at me so bad that i i pulled up my mic now picture michelangelo's face just covered in all white powder <laughs> in, in front of a giant pile of scarface cocaine and i'm just sitting and bernie is yelling at me you cannot why would you take pictures you don't and and but michelangelo's eyes were just wide open and my mouth is wide open, like, huh? Like, <laughs> and the other two guys who were on the tour, 
where it said that made us, we were laughing so hard behind Bernie because it looked like Michelangelo was like four years old, just getting yelled at by his parents, just <laughs> covered in cocaine face. I'm like, come on, man. What a, yeah. I need, I need to make myself laugh. It's like, yeah, I, I had one, we had one, uh, we did a breakfast show in San Juan, Puerto Rico at 8 a.m. It was like 2,000 kids there. And we had a, the show was all in Spanish. Okay. But it was all recorded. So, sure. and we had the professional voiceover guys come in and uh, my Michelangelo guy, his voice was like, Tortuga, Tortuga. You know, he's way up there, like surfer dude, but um, in, in Spanish. And I didn't understand half the stuff. I only knew where we were in the show based on I knew the show so well. But the dialogue, I kind of forgot it because now it's in Spanish. What am yeah, I saying? Sure. Yeah. So at one point, I'm singing Follow Your Heart. Okay. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. And it's a quiet, quiet little moment. Quiet. And I'm in front of the stage. And I'm singing Follow Your Heart. But I'm singing in Spanish. And there's just a sea of little kids that are that are uh, at the run up to the front and this one kid just would not stop saying my name michelangelo 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 i'm gonna follow your heart michelangelo michelangelo and i just and inside my turtle head i went what k <laughs> k k like k for spanish what k what well <laughs> I got in trouble. I got in trouble for that too. Because <laughs> all the parents who were sitting behind the hundred and kids all lost it and cracked up in the middle of the heartfelt song because Michelangelo broke the fourth wall and yelled at a six-year-old to shut up. <laughs> like, what do you want? I'm singing here in Spanish. I'm bilingual. Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing. So is yeah, it in the uh, behind the scenes one, or is that the other guys? Because I think it's the other heads in the behind the scenes thing. Yes, the behind the scenes was not us. Okay, I, I thought that was the case because those are the other heads. It looks like we 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 kind of laughed because now we had when we were doing the the major crew guys yeah. from ZZ Top and all those guys. They were, I mean, it, there's no reason to hang out with dudes like that, but they loved us and we loved them because they're full blown professional roadies. Sure, and yeah. and I I couldn't imagine like they just came off like ZZ Top like months ago, and they're like, "Well, here's a gig. I'll yeah. do the gig." And they they take this gig, and it's like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, <laughs> yeah. like when they're when they finally saw what they were doing. So, but they were just like the nicest, biggest, bad like motorcycle gang group of roadies, and you know us. Yeah, like, you know, d dancers from Broadway, like Four not guys, anybody. five, seven and under. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we had built in security everywhere. But it was funny because one night we, we would all go out uh, to like the local bar. And uh, we also got written up on that going, you cannot wear your turtle jackets if you're going to the bar. And they said, especially to the crew, because they gave the crew jackets and they're like, you oh, can't yeah. wear jackets. Because you guys just close the place, drink, but they didn't start fights and nobody got arrested. But it was sure. like, we can't send that message. And so don't wear your turtle jackets out. <laughs> well, I, I, ha I befriended Hank, this one dude. I love this guy. He was massive and he had the whole Fu Manchu mustache and everything. And I bet him, I bet all, I tried, I'm going to get you to shave that ZZ Top thing or before the end of the tour. And he's like, it'll never happen. And we were just chatting one night and he says to me, Dave, he goes, what do you say you let me wear your Michelangelo jacket out one night? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And, he, and I'm like, why? Why do you want to wear mine? You got your own crew jacket. My jacket won't even fit you. And he's like, no, I just want to kind of have it over my shoulder. And I'm like, are you trying to pick up women? With the mic, he's like, 100%. If I go into a bar and I see all these women and they got kids and they know we're from the tour yeah. and they see Michelangelo, they're not going to know it's not me in the outfit. And I'm like, you're like 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I don't care. He goes, at that moment, I'm Michelangelo. I'm the Ninja Turtle. What do you need from me? What can I do for you? And I'm like, you're not using my, I'm not pimping you out with my jacket. So th this, this is the kind of 
great those, those stories I loved about these guys because they're like I said, there was no reason for these guys to ever want to hang out with us, but they always and they were super protective of us too. So yeah, they were great. I think I read somewhere that was Michael Ian Black a turtle too? Maybe he was one of the prep turtles. It, he wasn't on our tour. We okay, had um, okay. maybe he was a prep turtle. I forget. It's just had, you know, I didn't look it up before we talked. Ron Smith. Okay. Ron Ron K. Smith, who played um Raphael was black. He was African American. Um, oh no, like Michael Ian Black, this filmmaker, like the director. Oh, I don't oh maybe he was in the movies. Maybe or was he, he the, was he, the prep guys? He might have, yeah. Uh, in Arch, it was um Greg, Rob, Ron, Greg Ron, uh uh oh my god, my brain. Ron and Greg were yeah. Ron Ron was a was a professional, he was a really good singer. He was more of an actor actor and did a lot of uh he did Broadway. Greg, um I'm so sorry, I'm missing the other guy. I'll remember him. Uh those two guys were straight from Broadway dancers. Okay. Dozens of shows under their belt. And me, who never went on Broadway ever. because uh, I was just a I was just an actor who could move well. Sure. And I could I could I could pull off some decent moves, but that was like the the worst the worst audition ever because like there's a there was a process when we all showed up at the Broadway Dance Center and Patty Colombo was the choreographer with an assistant choreographer and they bring in like twenty guys at a time and okay. they, we all have we all have numbers and stuff and then they teach us sixteen not sixteen bars sixteen steps whatever um, sixteen I don't even know dance um, first movement of eight second movement of eight. I got the first movement of eight, like right off the bat. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then the second movement went straight into like trained Broadway dancer stuff. And I completely was off, wrong, turned the wrong way. Literally like not even being hyperbolic, like running into people because I was going the wrong way. So then they, they take you there, they play it, you practice it. They bring up 10 guys at a time. Doot, 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 doot. You got about 40 or 50 guys in there. And then they say, okay, everybody leave. And then you wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, step back. They get, they get all 10, five, five rows of 10 guys, 50 guys do the routine. Then we all stand there and then they call out numbers. And when they call out your number, those are the ones who stay. Okay. If they don't call your number, you leave. And they, and I literally did my routine, grabbed my bag and was at the door. Cause I'm like, I am so cut. And they called my number and I'm like, that's not, no, no. So I go back out. I wait, they go, okay. They bring in more guys. They bring, they call out numbers. We get up, we do it again. Now, mind you, I've, now I've got the first count of eight down second count. I'm still struggling. And I do it again. I screw up. I go to the door and she's like, calls my number. And I'm like, this is bullshit because I think what they're doing now is I'm so bad. They're <laughs> keeping me, they're keeping me around just for their own pleasure sure. of like, let's see what he does. Let's see what he does again. So I come in the third time and I do it again and I'm not any better. So we get all the way down to the end. And when there's like, and there's literally eight of us left and they said, okay, here's the deal. You guys are going to go home and you're going to come back on Monday and you're going to have a one minute lip syncing routine. Do whatever you want movement is, is necessary because we want you to wear a mask. We're not going to see your face in this show. So we don't care that you can actually lip sync, but we want you to pick a song and dance your heart out to that song. Well, I won a cruise about two years ago before that in grad school <laughs> where I played Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson are the same person. Okay. So I, I did this stupid kind of thing at a bar and I won a cruise. Yeah, the room was down by the, the engine room, but I want to cruise. Yeah. So I just said, well, that's the only thing I know I'm going to do it. And I did it, and they kept me around, and I ended up getting the gig. And I say to Tom White and Bob, I'm like, all right, full transparency. I said, why did you guys keep me every time? He, I never got that down. And Tom White goes, David, Patty wanted to cut you right off the bat. And Patty's like, I did. You were terrible. And I go, yeah. And he goes, but you wrote something on the back of your sign-in card that when Bob and I saw this, we just couldn't, we loved it. 
And I go, what did I write? And he said, musical theater experience. And I wrote first and last. (laughs) (laughs) Never done a musical in my life. I don't sing and dance. So I go, but I fit the suit. So first and last. And we, you, that made us watch you like, like, is he that bad or is he that good? But then when I came back on Monday and did that uh, Janet Jackson thing, Patty's like, okay, yeah, he can dance. He's yeah. perfect for this. Because it worked out well for me because I wasn't trained. The mm. other guys who were Broadway dancers had a hard time. They got it. They got it within two weeks because they're yeah. professional dancers. But that all that movement was different for them because they're so classically trained. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, flail arms here, flail arms there. And so, Mike is pretty much the star of the show, like of the four turtles. Yeah, well, he's the most outgoing and the, he's yeah. the party dude. And yeah, so it, that kind of thing, my personality of whatever I did fit the character. But yeah, they, I'm still, I'm still friends with Tom. We st- Tom and I are on Facebook. We chat all the time and, you know, compliment each other, talk about, I can't, not, not compliment, comment. Bob um, actually has a fantastic job. He's the coordinator of, Microsoft uh, corporate events because that's perfect for him. He just a little I hit him up right before we spoke. And I was like, "Hey, I'm talking to David Shetra today." I was like, "Cause <laughs> I interviewed him uh, probably like close to two years ago now, and I had mm. had an extra set of those turtle toys and uh, like sent them to him because I just was like, "You, yeah. you don't own this. This is crazy. You need this." Um, so yeah. um, I, I hit him up and he says hello. By the way, because it was oh, it's, he's yeah. such a sweet guy. Yeah, there was an ep- there was an episode of Sheldon, Young Sheldon, on where Young Sheldon is watching the Oprah Winfrey show, and okay. the turtles are on the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> so, by by SAG rules, it's a, I'm being represented, even though I'm on a show. So I get a residual check for that. Oh, nice. But they sent it to my agent, and they said, "Yeah, you got this." And I'm like, "That's not my check. Uh, that's not my voice. That's Bob Bejan's voice." Oh. So I said, I I texted Bob. Uh, it, on face, uh, I don't know, uh, on Facebook, but like DM, whatever, instant yeah, message. Yeah. And I said, Hey Bob, uh, interestingly enough, turtles came back, Oprah Winfrey show. It's you and o- on Oprah. Um, you have a residual check coming your way. And he's so sweet. He goes, you keep it. I don't want it. And I was like, thank you, Bob. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Bob. Ugh. Um, there was also a handful of other occasions where those suits were used. Like there was a ter- like as bad as it was a terrible Christmas special and a couple other things. Were you in any of those? No. Okay. No. And, and bench, uh, eventually they went back out on tour. I did the European tour. We did Sweden and oh, wow. Finland, um, Paris. We had some really great European cities in 91. And then uh, about six months later, they wanted to go back out again. Yeah, there's and, another like they did like theme parks and stuff or something. Yes, yeah, that yes. I didn't do. Okay, yeah, okay. I was like, I, I kind of just like uh, I'm done, <laughs> you know, and it, only because it was not the same show, it wasn't the same people, it was yeah. really watered down, and yeah. I just was like, that's where they cut Baxter in April. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. And how do you cut April O'Neil? I mean, that's. Yeah. But she was like, species relationship questions. She couldn't do it. <laughs> she couldn't do it. Can't hold her water. Uh, hold her breath. So yeah, I just, it was like, no, it's not the same show anymore. And I, I didn't, I was, and I just come off that tour and then got the European thing. And then they were going out again to do stuff. And I'm like, and Bob, I don't think Bob and Tom were, maybe Tom, Bob and Tom were, they weren't even involved anymore. I don't really. think they were. I yeah. don't think people were just really like an abridged, like, Hey, let's fit this into 40 minutes. And yes, that exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I usually end these interviews by asking what their favorite turtle is, but usually when somebody, you're going to say Michelangelo, of course, right? <laughs> so yeah. I, if you'll indulge me, I would love sure. to, like, I don't know, just do word association here. I have the tracks on the back of this. Tell me if you remember oh. them, if you don't. Wow. Okay. If, them, if it haunts your dreams, whatever you got. Will you indulge me with this? Is that Yeah, right? of course. I hope yeah. I remember some of them. That's okay if you don't, because that's equally hilarious to me. Um <laughs> My onset dementia is hilarious to you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I've interviewed like guys who like wrote on the show and like one guy, he was like, yeah, I don't know the blue one. I I don't know. Like, I, I love that. Stuff. That's great. That's such an interesting, like that's so much funnier to me than the people who don't. Um, all right. So the first song coming out of their shells, anything to say about it? 
that was the opening. I love that. That's yes. Uh, word association. That's when I felt like a rock star. Okay, cool. Cause that was the big explosion on the stage and coming out of their shells. And that's when all the, the people went crazy. I remember that. Yeah, very much. Awesome. Uh, sing about it, which I, I don't know if I know which one that is. I, that's... I don't sing about it. No, I don't even remember sing about it. I don't either. And I, you know, that says something. Uh, Tubin. Tubin was, yeah, that was Michelangelo's, uh, okay. ding, 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 very Beach Boy, very yeah. like Tubin. Tubin. Yeah. I like that. That was fun. That was okay. a good one. Uh, so this is Splinter Solo. Skipping mm-hmm. Stones. Skipping Stones. You know what that was? <laughs> yes. So that bad. was, okay, at the time, uh, at the time, uh, I was, I was engaged at the time. And uh, Skipping Stones was sh- that was her time to go get a beer <laughs> because was, her name was Kristen and she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to get a beer." Skipping Stones or Follow Your Heart was like anytime it really came down, the lights came down low, and it was like, "This is this is my beer song. I'm going to go get a beer." So yeah, Turtle Splinter was. Uh, I mean, I love Splinter. God, I forgot the actor's name. I think it's Mark. Um, sweet 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 guy just but it's a it's very it was that kind of mr miyagi type of like just like this asian sort of flair not really sure what he's teaching us but yes and it was all very like a like a like a a, is it a kata is that what they call it a kata when you do the i think you're right yep yep yep. yeah yeah he does that slow kind of movement rehearse it's like thing yeah skipping stuff Here's the thing about also too that, and I don't mean to disparage anything. When those shows, when those songs were happening, and we weren't on stage, I was nowhere there. Sure, we yeah, were, we, we were heads were pulled off. We were just getting fluids. You're trying to breathe, yeah. In, in front of a fan, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was just trying to breathe until it's like, okay, song's almost ending. Cue, cue turtles, and put the head back on and go. So a lot of some some of the songs I did miss though. That's right. I mean that splinter suit is also like weird and terrible and like it's a it's a rat gopher weird yeah it's it's cre- real creepy yeah and the shredder I mean, suit is also quite quite bad like it's really yeah weird. it's well it's it's very um Bob yeah. Mackie <laughs> oh Bob sure, yeah, Mackie yeah. like Cher would have pulled that off you yeah, know with yeah. the the big shoulder pads and yeah um, okay oh, what, uh, what else you got Pizza Power. Pizza Power is great. That was an ensemble one. That and that was also yeah. when we actually threw the pizzas into the audience. That okay, was also, yeah, that was so great. Pizza, pizza Power also has like a separate thing. So I like maybe the prize possession I have is there's that's an original uh, Turtles in Time arcade machine. Like one you get, like you go to the arcade and play. Oh, wow. Wow. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And the pizza and Pizza Power was the song when you turn on the machine, that's the song that plays. No kidding. And it's great. I let, that's the one I'm like, okay, that's actually, that might be actually a really good song. That one's really good. Pizza like Power is a good song. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, Walk Straight. I think that was the message. That was, that was a message song about, I don't think, I don't want to say it was like, don't do drugs. It was. Like, yeah. But it, it was, was like, that was their, that yeah. was their turtle. Like we're, yeah, walk straight. Be, be, you know, be a good person. Don't do yeah. drugs. Walk straight, yeah. Now and it I sounds think- like a mantra for not not to be gay, but at the <laughs> time, if you listen to it now, it's like, wow, they're really hammering this home. Yeah, but yeah. It, it is very much don't do drugs. That's the whole song. And I think that was Raphael saying "walk straight" because he that was the right. he yeah. was the tough guy. <laughs> don't be gay. Walk straight. Yeah, that's Perfect. very much. If you just <laughs> listen to it in twenty twenty three, that's the song is "Don't be gay." But <laughs> then it was. Don't be drugs. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, no treaties. What the hell is that? Is that was that Shredder's song? Maybe. I don't know. Wow, not even ringing a bell. Me neither. Uh, maybe it's just like the title's not obvious. There's also one that just says Cowabunga. Maybe it's just the. I don't know if that's the track. Uh, <laughs> April's ballad. April's ballad. Yeah, she and. God, they, that was a good song. She could sing Sherry. She could sing the crap out of that song. She oh, had yeah. an amazing voice. Yeah. She didn't sing a lot, but she had she had a lot of dialogue, but that was her real that was her moment. And That's she cool. had a beautiful voice. Yeah. Uh last one is Count on Us. 
You that can one. count on us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, I think that was it. They don't have follow your heart in there. That was Bob's uh, solo. That was Michelangelo's solo. Follow your heart. Follow Did your that, heart. That sing about it. Should I look this up? Oh. Yeah, maybe. Cause I follow your heart was, yeah, it was every show. Yeah. Um, that must be. Hold on. That must be. No treaty sounds like uh, us against Splinter, or us against Shredder. Um, shit. Hold on. Unless "Follow Your Heart" was just a refrain, and that there was some that was that show was called some that song was called something else. Uh, I'm not seeing. Why is that on on here? You're right. Uh, bell count us. I don't think I've ever actually played this thing. Maybe. It's <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking at the lyrics right now for "Follow Your Heart," and none of these other titles make sense for that. You know, if they may have added that, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if yeah, they that one stands one out. Songs. That one stands out as like I really remember "Follow Your Heart." Oh yeah. Human tea, sing about it. What the hell is sing about it? This is just delving into us trying to figure out what any of these songs are. <laughs> sing about it. It doesn't even sound familiar. What, what is this it, one? It, it doesn't sound. All right, all right. I'm going to. Nope. That's not what I was looking for. Uh... Can you, can you, you can find it and play it, right? Yeah. It's got... Yeah. I'm, it's sure it's on YouTube with. Six million views, I'm sure. Uh, all right, hold on. Does it sound familiar? I don't know. Can you hear this? I can't hear it. Oh, there. Let me see. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that was no that treaty, was... Man. All right, we're just gonna. I don't want to keep you for like five hours looking up these stupid songs. <laughs> All right, what's no treaties? Hold on. No treaties. I don't even remember that. I'm I'm having a complete brain fart. Remotely, because I've watched prior to interviewing Bob, I watched the special on YouTube, right? And like prior to you, I I rewatched Oprah and the behind the scenes thing. I don't remember that at all. So maybe they just made this up. Maybe this was before the tour really started. Maybe, yeah. Because I don't remember. Here, do you have lyrics on the back? Yeah, maybe. Tubin, Skipping Stones, Pizza Power. Maybe, um, uh, uh, which one are we saying is missing? Follow Your Heart. That must have replaced something else. I think it did. Yeah, because I don't remember. What will have to ask Bob. All right, that's weird. Uh, I do have one final <laughs> question. Your jacket, yeah. were you, did they say, hey, keep this, or did you steal it? No, we kept it. Okay. Yeah, because there was, I mean, when the tour was over, um, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I mean, that's great. The jacket is so cool. The fact that you, this is, and you got it. Like I'll say, because you got it prior to us interviewing. You left the screen for like two minutes. You knew right where that was, which made me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been in my closet, <laughs> and and I'm like, I am never ever gonna wear this unless yeah. I want to just like go as a Halloween party as a rock and aging rock and roller. Sure. But and then when uh when I had it and my nephew, we, who is a real rock and roller, uh out of detroit his band was going on tour and and i'm like you need to wear this and so he's like i am so like honored yeah. to wear the thing um so he wore it and then he gave it back to me okay cool. and uh, and i just hung it there and i'm like i it's like it's one of those things where it's like maybe one day i know because it's all faded in the back but one day if something happens not to me, but like if 
like the turtles, like somebody like, I'll, I want that. It's oh, like, yeah. I, uh, I want that. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to, I mean, I, I, I don't, it, for me, it's just a personal sentimental thing. Yeah. Um, even the tour jacket, it's like, I haven't put these on in 20 something, 30 years. It's like, I wore the tour jacket when we, we went to places because it was cold. Sure. And he's like, wear the tour jacket on the bus. But outside of just being on the tour, I've never put it on. And But it's like one of those things. It's like you throw things out all your life, but it's like, yes. nah, I'm going to keep that. And it's like if my boys ever get it, they'll be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> if you ever reach a point where you're like, I'm going to throw this away, please call oh, me. I, would n- I will call you 100%. Yes. I will never throw it away. I will give it, it to not somebody. Like shells in a dumpster outside of Rhode, <laughs> Rhode Island. Broke my heart, man. Yeah, broke my heart seeing that. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't. I hope this is not indicative of what the tour is going to be. Kind of. Number one, <laughs> number one, and number two, the work that went into those things, yeah, and yeah. it's like, and it's done. And that's what Bob, Bob, Bob saw me uh, looking at the dumpster, and he, we were on the landing, and we were outside of Providence, Rhode Island at the small theater and it was after the show and we were, I was on the landing outside just getting air. And, uh, I saw that and he said it and he goes, yeah, he, he looked at me and he goes, there's like $40,000 or $20,000 worth of, you know, stuff just oh. dumped. Cause they threw, they, we had backup shells and oh, they were, sure, sure, sure. they were big. They covered half of three quarters of your body. They yeah. started at the, at the back of your neck and then went down and, and right at the, at the at mid thigh. So the, the weird thing was, is if when you started to dance, the shell would slap you in the back of the thighs because you, you couldn't move in it. Yeah. So and then doing stuff like this or like I'm doing this because you can see it, but, you know, flailing your arms back or pl- taking the guitar and you was like, no more. There was stuff on the floor, like, you know, going on your knees and playing like, um, God, who's the, who's the amazing guitar player? Uh, Oh my god, I can't remember. Um, like, like I'm trying to remember. He, he, he always bops his head. Dee, 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 dana, dana. Uh, ugh, not Ace Frehley. Um, but whatever. Uh, but I couldn't. If I go down to my knees, I'm done. Oh sure. If I, yeah, if I went down to my, if yeah. I went down to my knees, I literally had to like put the guitar down or use it as a as a support to stand back up again. Like a cane. So they're like geriatric <laughs> turtles. It's like it's like the assisted living turtle tour. It's yeah. like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. But well, I'll let you go. Uh, I do want to la- ask you uh favorite song and least favorite song from the tour. And then uh I'll I'll let you go because I've kept you too long. I appreciate it though. Oh my god, no. Um I first I think favorite song what I, I loved. Um it, you would think I would like uh the one that was all tubing because that was a lot of fun but i did like pizza power because we got to throw stuff out to the kids oh sure yeah that's cool um and then we talked about that too about watching watching parents oh Oh my my god God. fighting each other for those yes that's awesome that's great like it goes it's like the parents are grabbing it over a kid's head like giving it to their kid i'm like come on man um pizza power was fantastic i like that because it was it was really good catchy tune um least favorite uh, i don't know maybe it was the last one you played because i don't remember it sure yeah uh, but at least of the of the songs no i don't really have one because i you know like i said if it was a ballad and i wasn't on i was off stage i didn't sure, really yeah, didn't feel it, it. Yeah, it was but like you're it, like it, you're looking forward to skipping stones because you could actually <laughs> get my five minutes yeah 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 now nah, it was it, in the of all the things about the show it was a it was a pretty good up tempo. Yeah, like, like, for like, the kids that are like goofy, right? But like they don't sound like thinking about like like I said the Sesame Street shows and stuff like that. Yeah, things I've gone to like like you know what a lot of these are kind of good. Like they're really better than you'd think yeah. they could be. Yeah, right? they really produced nice good music that they did too good now. You know. Yeah, they wasn't. It wasn't except for like, and, that was rough. Excuse yeah. me for a listener. <laughs> I'm not going to out any other kids' programs, but it wasn't like do 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 do. Yeah. Like, it wasn't any of that. It was like Tom had said. He goes, the sessions that we had with the professional musicians, yeah. changing stuff on the fly and saying, "What about this?" and then the guitar solos. And he goes, "It, it was so cool." 
Yeah. Like it, it, and, and decent lyrics. And yeah, you know, you got the stuff that you have to do for kids shows. Sure. But, but as far as like, just like we talked about, just as far as being a parent and you're taking your kids to that, it wasn't such a nightmare. Yeah. Cause you're like, Oh, that was kind of cool. And then we, you know, visually it was always fun, but there yeah. wasn't, there wasn't that kind of, I don't want to, you know, out, but like, <laughs> hello, boys and girls. And yeah, it wasn't it was like cool and teeth. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. So, all right, man, I am all set. This was awesome. Thank you so much. This was great. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. I really appreciate it too. And thank you so much for asking and, and, you know, and carrying on the tradition. Especially the groove is sound. Fortune, you're out of sight. Let's go on with it.